You're listening to Flow Working, the Entrepreneur's Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Anderson. More people than ever are starting the entrepreneur journey and learning a lot in the process. On this show, I sit down with regular people who are running all types of businesses to discuss the ideas, opportunities, and strategies they're using to build, grow, and thrive as an entrepreneur. In this episode, I sit down and chat with business strategist Alice Bruckman about productivity, mindset, and what it really takes to create a solid business strategy. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I'm your host, Megan Anderson, and today I'm joined by Alex Alex Bruckman. Alex has built and scaled companies in both Europe and Canada, as well as led projects across the world. He's a strategy entrepreneur, author, and speaker. Alex's passions lie in helping his clients build profitable businesses rooted in purpose and impact. He particularly enjoys helping entrepreneurs close the expense gap in their businesses so they they increase profits and build the life they want to live. Alex has two new books in the making, and when he's not not diving into his work, he loves riding motorcycles, gardening, and exploring the outdoors around his home in Maple Ridge, BC, Canada. Alex, thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited to chat with you today and learn all about you and what it is that you do. Thanks a lot for having me. So let's just kind of dive in today. I know you focus a lot on helping um, other entrepreneurs around their business strategy, getting, you know, like you said, that, that expense gap being profitable in the business. And I know something... This is near and dear to my heart as an entrepreneur. Productivity is something that's super important to us all. We've got to be productive, but talk a little bit, kind of break it down a little bit. What's the difference between productivity versus productivity hacks that make you feel productive, but maybe aren't quite getting you where you need to go? You introduced me as a strategy entrepreneur, which is exactly what I do. So strategy, business strategy is something where I help my clients get focus um, and I lead in with this thought because a lot of entrepreneurs out there, they are super, super busy. They do a lot of different things. They wear a ton of different hats all at the same time, or like one after the next, jumping from one topic to the next, and just like a chicken without a head sometimes. And I've Mm -hmm. been there. I know how that feels. And it is overwhelming, especially when you run a smaller business and there is just no one else mm-hmm. you could outsource or delegate or God knows what. And especially when you run a, an, an SME, a small and medium-sized organization, you really have only a few hours a day that you can use. And those hours need to be used as efficiently and effectively as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, the trap that, that my clients often fall into is they think something is important. They think something helps them. And when I ask them what makes them feel that way, they give me examples of other people where it worked. Mm-hmm. So they are following other people's ideas, tactics, strategies, if you want. Mm-hmm. In the end, when I help them like peel back those layers and and discover what's underneath, it's often fear of missing out, fear of not using a certain idea that that they caught somewhere and using it for their business. And that is one of the major drivers of them feeling overwhelmed because they think because something worked for someone else, it will also work for them. 
And then the issue that kicks in is that they often don't have a written down clear mm. strategy in place. And I'm not talking about a marketing strategy or anything like that. I'm talking about the overarching, this is what my business should look like in two or three years. This is how I measure that I'm making progress towards that idea. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that I need to do in order to move the needle. And if you don't have that clarity, it is impossible to be productive it because is. you don't have a system you benchmark your decisions against. And thereby you just do whatever you think might help you move the needle, but you don't know for sure. Yeah. And that's what that, that's the point where many of my clients end up picking up the phone and, and, or, or getting in touch with me because they realize they need a different system in place that actually helps them distinguish between that's a shiny object that might have worked for someone else. Yep. That is a great idea for someone else. And that moves the needle in my business. Yeah. And that clarity is paramount for productivity. Otherwise, you just run around like a chicken without a head. You're working a lot, yeah. but you're busy and not productive. And no productivity hack in the world will help you solve that problem. Mm. You will just do the wrong things more efficiently. <laughs> it's like driving with a car into the wrong direction. Yep. You can drive as fuel efficient as, as you want. It's still the wrong direction. Yeah. So no, that, yeah. that is a good point. Cause I think a lot of entrepreneurs gets, especially, you know, maybe you're like two or three years in and then, and then, oh, 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 that look at how successful they are. I'm going to go do, and that worked for that human because that's how that human operate, but it's not how you operate. And so yes. I love that you're talking about, okay. Just because it's shiny and somebody else did it does not mean that's how your productivity. And you talk about, you know, moving that needle. Because sometimes 1% moving the needle in the right direction every day is, that's productivity. Not all of a sudden, whoosh, there it goes. Exactly. It's those small steps. Yes. I, I always say every overnight success was 10 years in the making. You can't just take a look at an entrepreneur that just broke through and be like, what did they do in the last six months in order to get there? That's just not how it works. And every entrepreneur yeah. knows that it's a long game. And if you are not willing to play the long game, don't play the game at all. Just there don't are even. Alternative opportunities. Well, and that that kind of goes, you know, hand in hand with with that mindset piece. Like it is a it is the long game mindset. So, and you know, when we're talking about mindset, and this comes up, and people are like, "Okay, what's that mean? Am I just supposed to be positive?" And I'm like, mm, "Not really." <laughs> yeah. It's like doing the right things at the right time. But yeah. let's talk about how mindset's a little bit different than skill, because a lot of entrepreneurs are highly skilled, but just as you pointed out, then go take that and work for someone else and be more successful if your yeah. mind's not right. So, what's like a difference on those? Okay, this is. Let's unpack this a bit. So. <laughs> Mindset is not standing in front of the mirror and giving you that pep talk in the morning or before a client meeting or something like that. Mindset is not that you believe in yourself, all these things. M mindset is something very specific. So how you approach your day to day. And I believe that there are, at least for me, um, in, in, in the past 15 years, when working with clients, I have seen three to four mindsets in my clients where I was like, that is interesting. That is, that is different to so many other people. And I started to collect them and wrote them and then I wrote them down. And there are like four mindsets that I see 
that are really changing the game for entrepreneurs. The first one, and this is kind of the antidote to the to FOMO that I already mentioned. Huh? It's what I call JOMO, the joy of missing out. And this huh? is not a term that I coined. It's a, a psychological term. Um, the joy of missing out really comes from knowing where you want to be mm -hmm. and how to get there. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden you, you're like, yeah, cool, nice. But hey, not for me. Thank you. <laughs> but no, thank you. And you don't fear to miss out anymore. You enjoy to miss out because you know your time is better invested in something else. So that is the first mindset shift that help, helps people move the needle, moving from FOMO to JOMO. And, and the reason or the, the way to get there is to write down where you want to be in the future and to understand how you move the needle. So that is a mindset that is kind of, it's not a leading indicator, it's more a lagging indicator. It's mm -hmm. a mindset that comes by enabling yourself to be in that mindset. Yeah. But there are also mindsets that, that are leading, mm -hmm. not lagging. And one of them is being in an abundance mindset. And what that yeah. means is being opposite, in an opposite mind space than having a scarcity mindset. Yeah. If you see someone else thrive and you feel there is not enough left for you because that person mm -hmm. already had success, then you're in a scarcity mindset. For example, when a colleague of yours was recently promoted, mm -hmm. did you feel happy or jealous? Yeah. Right. I mean, there are tons of other opportunities out there that will make you happy. You, you, you cannot just be in a scarcity mindset because that person was promoted. Yeah. So if you focus on what you can do to become the best version of yourself and build a business, for example, that you can be proud of, that's being in an abundance mindset, exploring possibilities, being curious, yeah. daring to dream. Right. Mm -hmm. So from abundance, it's, it's, it's all about. Um, and you've probably heard that term before, growth mindset, but there's a distinct difference. So a growth mindset is the opposite of having a fixed mindset. And all of us entrepreneurs, we've made mistakes. Yep. And you can either say, I failed or I'm stupid, I'll never make it, right? Yeah. That, that would be a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset asking yourself, okay, I messed up, a mistake that I made, but it will help me learn. So mm -hmm. you, you ask questions like, what am I missing here? How could I use this negative experience and turn it into something positive? And a great example for me is Richard Branson. He, mm -hmm. he moved his business, his, his Virgin brand from, from record stores in the, in the 80s to passenger trains in the 90s to airlines and finally into space tourism. Yeah. You probably realize that yeah. this guy has, has asked more often than not, what is my next step? What can I learn? And he failed many times in his business. Oh, sure. So that is important. And, and finally, in addition to JOMO, abundance and growth, I think an important mindset for entrepreneurs is to move from kind of a, it needs to be really, really good. It needs to be perfect to a mindset of speed. Mm. And this is, and, and I've seen this in large corporations. I've seen this in my time as a strategy consultant when I worked for, for another business. And I've seen this in my own business as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. How long does it take to design a perfect strategy, for example, in your business? Yep. Well, I don't know because I never did that. Ah. A perfect strategy doesn't exist. You can, you can tweak your, your approach to something for as long as a year, seemingly improving it further and further. But what we're actually doing is you're not improving it further and further. You're just standing in the way of implementation and thereby mm -hmm. learning, adjusting and success. Yep. So 
I would say the famous 80-20 rule, the famous mm -hmm. 80% of the results come from 20% of the effort. Yep. If you if you start with that and allow yourself with that abundance and growth mindset to see that you're running into issues and then ask yourself, okay, what can I learn from that? How can I adjust my approach? You are making way more progress and have way more success than just staying where you are and always thinking in, in options and be like, and if I do that, then this will happen. Wait a second. And then I need to adjust this and that. This is not a chess game that you plan out in your head. You plan it while you're playing because there are other factors at play and people and other companies and competition that reacts and acts. So yeah. I guess those are the four mindsets that help entrepreneurs the most. No, I love I love that you kind of boiled that down to just a few because it, it's interesting when you were talking about, you know, that how the abundance is different than, you know, lack and and that growth difference than fixed because i think a lot of us just find ourselves being one way yeah and and knowing what that opposite is and working towards that it it really does change that but then of, of course the 80 20 i've said it's i've been in consulting for years and i've told my clients 20 percent in good let's go launch we will learn the rest along the way because <laughs> it's so oh my gosh because there's there's something that's going to happen tomorrow that there's no way you could have put a strategy in place for. There's just COVID. stuff that comes COVID up all is the, the best time. Best example. Yes. Any yes. any plans were just thrown into the trash when COVID hit, and yep. you could have had the best business strategy in place, but um, you still need to be flexible enough to understand that there are events, as you said, that you cannot plan for. You just simply cannot plan for certain things or for how things might, my partner tells me all the time, don't worry about how, just, just write down what and where you want to be and the how's going to yes. show up. And I'm like, no, really? And that's that abundant <laughs> mind, but you mindset. Yes. Every time the how just shows up. <laughs> so let's talk a bit, you know, diving into that business strategy piece. Okay. So if we're just going to kind of create a strategy that's not perfect and not um, but there's got to be some elements that actually work for business strategy. So what are a couple of those core elements that a business strategy to be successful kind of needs to have in it? One thing that we need to understand is that most entrepreneurs out there do not have a business background. They don't have a business degree or anything. They come from a certain subject matter expertise. And at some point in time, we're like, I think I can do this by myself. I don't want to work for someone else anymore. I want to be out there on my own. Just because you're really good at your subject matter does not mean that you're good at running a business or building a strategy. Yeah. So very often it just starts by going one step back and educating yourself what that actually means. What does that term strategy actually mean? It's being so abused in every aspect of our lives from sports to music to business that it's no wonder that people use the term all over the place and don't really understand what it is. So. When I use the term business strategy or building a strategy, I refer to three distinct elements. The first one is what people often call a vision statement. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about that marketing claim that you put on your website. I talk about a clear understanding of how your business will look like some ways down the road. If you could time travel and see your business in the future, what is it that you see? How does it feel? Yeah. What are these? What, what is it like? Whom do you serve? And 
when when we ask entrepreneurs to write that down or, or SMEs that we work with, what we often see is just a bunch of sentences full of buzzwords. Mm. And then we need to help them remove all the, the, the fancy stuff and, and get it down to earth. And th this is an exercise that is that doesn't take long. It's just about knowing what to look out for. And once, once they've done, very often they're like, huh, I want to be part of making this a reality. This sounds really great. Because if you remove all the bus and if you remove everything that is just not really specific enough, then all of a sudden you see it emerges before your eyes. You see that business that you want to build. And then we need to get to that second element. How do you actually measure it? Just because you wrote it down does not mean you go back to how you operate it. And then magically this vision will come to life over the next two to three years. It's just not how it goes. You need to measure it on a constant basis in order to course correct and adjust. You can't just ask yourself in two years time, pull that vision up again and be like, so have we reached it or what? I mean, then it's a bit too late to course correct. Mm -hmm. So be clear on how you measure it. So we help our clients break those core elements in that vision statement down into strategic KPIs. How do you actually measure that you're making progress? And this is often where people have a little bit of a difficulty because that's not what you're typically good at, yeah. but it's not that difficult. And it, it's, it's high reward because then you make sure that you are productive. It links back to the beginning of our conversation. Once you know what, what the needle actually is that you want to move, mm -hmm. you then break down what you want to do and what you are currently doing into what we call work streams or priorities. You can call it whatever you want, mm -hmm. as long as you're clear that this is what you will do to move the needle and nothing else. Yes. If it's not strategic, you don't do it anymore. And this is where it gets really difficult for people because they have their pet projects. They have their, oh. their nice to have things. Yep. And especially smaller businesses, I then help them understand that if it's a hobby, it's a hobby. It's not a business. Yeah. If you're serious about your business, be serious about your business and, and use your spare time to um, follow your hobbies. And this is totally fine. And for, for most of them, it's an aha moment. It's, uh -huh. it's the moment where they realize where they are wasting all their precious time. Yeah. And time is not the most, I mean, everyone knows that money is not the most valuable resource. And yeah. it's not time either. It's the attention that you give to something. It's what you're actually doing with that time. Just because you have time doesn't mean anything. Mm. Everyone is of us, like every entrepreneur has a thousand different things pulling their attention yep. day in, day out. So you have to be a hundred percent clear what it is that you want to achieve, how you measure it and what you're prioritizing because mm -hmm. of that. Th there is still enough distraction, believe me, <laughs> you need to be clear on your own stuff first. Yes. Absolutely. Those are the three elements. That's actually what it is. And That's easy. of course it's, it's easier said than done, but there is, there is tons of resources out there. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure we will talk about my yes. uh, strategy toolkit at the uh -huh. end of the session. There is, and this is not the only resource out there. Yeah. There is tons of free stuff for you guys to educate yourself around building a strategic plan. Yeah. Well, and I, and I like what you're, you know, how you're just kind of breaking it down in that it's it starts with that that big that big vision because the truth of the matter is at the heart of all every entrepreneur 
we're just little kids sitting on the playground dreaming of being big. Just whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, we're just that, that little kid going, I would love it if someday I could. And even with our businesses, it's that same thing. And so it starts with just that big, grandiose kind of, where are you going? And I love that part, even though like, like you said, the the KPIs and the metrics and the data and the measuring and everyone goes, that's just that that's just kind of the things that get you there. But as you pointed out, there's tons of tools to help you, you know, and, and people just like you that help entrepreneurs actually get that because once you have that strategy and you follow it and you stay away from the shiny objects, I bet you've seen lots of clients, past clients just really have great yeah. success beyond yeah. And, and I love what you said about this grandiose dreams. That's basically what I tell my clients. Mm -hmm. I help you put your dreams and hopes into reality. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm not providing strategy consulting. <laughs> I help you build the business that you dream about. Yeah. This, this is entrepreneurship is a purely emotional endeavor. There is no such thing as proprietary knowledge about something in this world anymore. Nope. Knowledge has been democratized. It's available everywhere but your dreams and your hopes, they are unique to you. Yeah. So build a business on those. Build a business around dreams and the rest just works. So Alex, for the listeners and the watchers out there who really resonate with this message and they really want to tap into some of what you do, what's one really great way that people could get in touch with you right now? Um, I guess my website is the main contact point, okay. alexthestrategist.com. You just go there and on the landing page, there is, for example, um, there's the strategy toolkit. You just click the first red button that you see okay. and it will bring you straight to to resource that is for free, um, describing in more detail what I just went through with you um, about how to create the vision of your business, how to create the dashboard to measure that you're making progress and how to how to get to those priorities that make your dream come true. And um, I think this is the best way to be in touch right now. Wonderful. So if the, if you feel a resonation and you're really looking for some ways to get create a better strategy, make sure you tap one of the links. The link to the toolkit is right down below. Get connected with Alex's free toolkit and then you know connect with Alex if you feel called to. Thank you for joining me today. This has been a wonderful conversation about productivity and mindset in our entrepreneurial journey. So thank you for joining me today, Alex. It was my pleasure, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. To my audience, we appreciate you joining us today and I'm wishing you peace as you flow off to the rest of your business day. We'll talk again soon.